Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Pleased to be joined by our Steeler insider, Ed Bouchette, uh, who uh, spent a lot of time with Bill Cower over the years. And, and Ed, do you want to go in with me on this trademark that the chin is in? I've seen that in three, two other places. Already, right oh, uh, oh, geez. One, one, one by the Associated Press wrote from a story yesterday, and one is a headline in the Post Gazette today. Yeah. Oh, by the way, how's the back doing? I, I heard you had back surgery. Everything good? Yeah, it's mending. It's not good, but it's mending. <laughs> so it'll we'll ever be good. So you didn't get out the you didn't get out the golf clubs uh, in the seventy two degree weather yesterday and uh, get out there. I guess not yet, not quite. They've been put away for fifteen years. Oh yeah. my goodness, dust them off. Speaking of which, I told this story Ed because it was uh, you know it was a little bit personal for me. Uh, after covering Chuck Knoll all those years and Jim Leland and, and Chuck Tanner and all the Penguins coaches. Uh, I remember being at the introduction uh, of the press conference uh, for Bill Cower when he was hired by the Steelers in 92, and the first thing I thought of was, my God, I'm getting old. They now have a coach that is younger than I am. Uh, and, of course, Cower went on to do some great things. What was your uh, impression uh, of Cower when he originally came in? Well, a ball of energy. <laughs> I mean, he was like a whirlwind. He came in there and you know, he stayed at uh, one of the downtown hotels when he first came, and he was hiring coaches from there. And I kept bugging him, you know, uh, hey, I hear this guy's coming in. I hear this guy's coming in. And he finally said to me, all I know is when I get my pl- permanent place, you're not getting my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. But he, yeah, he was um, – he, he he was certainly a 34-year-old uh, energetic coach when he burst, really burst onto the Steelers scene then. And when you uh, looked initially at the list of finalists, did did you have a feeling that, oh, he might not be uh, one of the two selected? Because Don Coriel is in there, Holmgren, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Dan Reeves, Dick Vermeil, that – that's kind of a tough group for him, wasn't it? Or, or don't you think so? Well, I, I don't know why Dick Vermeil should be any higher than uh, Bill Cower. Um, well, they, uh, Vermeil's one-on-one in Super Bowls as well. Um, you know, quit coaching for a long time, then came back. Um, and Don Coriel, to me, is uh, he never even took a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He supposedly revolutionized the passing game. I think they were throwing the ball around a little more uh, often before Don Coriel happened to come on and got his nickname, Air Coriel. But nevertheless, I was surprised, and I just wrote something about this on the Athletic Pad, uh, of uh, how it was surprising. It was an upset, but a deserving one. He never, not only in the regular voting. Now, this is special voting this year on the 100th anniversary. They're putting in a special class of 15, including, uh, what, two coaches. Uh, he never made the final 15. 
He never made the semifinal 25. So I thought it was a bit of surprise when his name was among the eight coaches. Not that it wasn't deserving. I just thought it was a surprise. And frankly, I was stunned because of that history. But they had a whole new different, a whole different um, voting panel of 25. Uh, They call it a a blue ribbon panel, if you will, that selected um, Bill and what will be 14 others on Wednesday. Let me get your opinion on this in general, uh, as as a guy who's you know been in there, you know, banging the table for Fanica and and Jerome and all these years as a voting member of the Hall of Fame. How do you feel about this? Does this in in any way, in your opinion, uh, water down the Hall of Fame when when you think about it? Because of the story you just mentioned about Cower. Well, was it watered down when John Madden went in? Was it watered down when Tony Dungy went in? Was it watered down when George Allen went in? Marv Levy, Bud Grant? Um, you know, uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, I point out in my story that his winning percentage of, uh, six, let's say, 62.3% in a regular season uh, has been topped by only one other coach, uh, who's not in the Hall of Fame, among those who have coached 10 years. Mm-hmm. Only one other, and that was George Seifert, who won two Super Bowls, and you can debate him if you want. But, um, you know, uh, there are others who have had 10 years, but they're still coaching guys like Mike Tomlin, who has a better winning percentage, and we could talk about his candidacy someday. You know, yeah. it's starting to look better now. Well, when you consider, uh, uh, you know, Bill also had three losing seasons. In his in his career, including that uh, that one year, what it was six and six and ten that year. Actually, he had two six mm-hmm. and ten seasons. Uh, two, in, uh, two of them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, in 90, 98 and two thousand and three. Um, Who were his quarterbacks during? Well, that yeah, that was the other end of it. We we talked a little bit about that. You know, you know, he, he at times he didn't have a whole lot to work with at quarterback or at wide receiver. Well, you know, when you go back and take a look at. Uh, his career. I, I wanted to ask you: Can you share, uh, you know, maybe a, a personal story uh, with Bill that that I'm not to say that you haven't shared it before, but would be interesting, you know, for the audience? Well, it it, it it's one that was a conflict. I can tell you that. Okay. You know, you know how great Barry Foster was in '92, right. Bill's first year. They plugged him in, and he still holds the rushing record of the team of 1,690 yards. The next year, he had a sprained ankle, and we didn't know anything about high ankle sprains or anything back then. At least we didn't. I'm sure doctors did, but they, they weren't calling them that. So every week he didn't play, you kind of looked at Barry Foster and go, what the heck's going on here? Sprained ankle shouldn't last that long. <clears throat> well, they were playing in Miami on a Monday night, and that week – uh, Foster was practicing, and I do believe they listed him as probable to play. Well, they practiced a Saturday night in Miami. None of us were there. Um, and Foster left practice with uh, his ankle. And they didn't say anything about it. They didn't announce it. They left him as probable. So Foster didn't play. Um, the Steelers... Uh, we're going to play, I believe, Houston the next week, their rival. So um, 
I passed Bill in the hallway at the Steelers at Old Three River Stadium, and he was smiling, and uh, I said, hello, Bill. He said, hello, Ed. And that year, if you remember, 93 was the last year that they negotiated salaries during the season. They didn't do it after that because they had problems in 93 doing yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we pass in the hallway smiling, hello, how are you? And then he stops and he turns around and he says, hey, Ed. Yeah, Bill. Uh, I'll make a deal with you. No, he says, how about not writing about money this week and salaries and negotiations? And I said, Bill, I'll make a deal with you. I won't write about that if you give me accurate injury information. And the top top blew off. I mean, he, in the middle of the Steelers' offices, (laughs) he started screaming at me. Uh, Ron Earhart later told me he had to shut the door. He was having a quarterback's meeting because he couldn't hear anything. <laughs> it went up and down the hallways. It seemed like it lasted 15 minutes. It was probably two to three. Um, so that, that's a that's a private story. Um, did you get did you I mean, get the was, did you get the the cower shower along with that? I'm just oh, curious. Yeah. Oh oh oh! <laughs> without doubt, yeah. He would scream and I would answer in a lower tone than I'm talking to you now. Uh, but he wasn't hearing any of it. But you know what? Uh, we both uh, went on to uh, cover. I covered him with respect. He treated me with respect for the most part. And uh, since he's retired, I can get him on the phone almost any time I want. Yeah, uh, for, for sure. And, you know, the only thing I was a little bit concerned about when I looked at the list he is the only one on that list, by the way, that that coached one team. Everybody else on that list uh, coached more than one. And you know, a lot of the things I think were working against him uh, was the fact that he didn't win multiple Super Bowls, and he he only coached for fifteen years. He could have coached for another ten if he would have wanted to. Really, when you think about it. Oh, he was forty nine when he quit. I mean, there are, there are, I mean, uh, there are coaches in their sixties now. You know, all over the place. He uh, probably would have won at least another Super Bowl uh, with that team, with that quarterback. Who knows? Maybe a couple. Um, and uh, they would have, he would have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. And I know you uh, watched this guy play a lot, uh, as did I. And he is one of the 20 finalists. Uh, and they're picking 10 uh, what they call seniors to go into this group with the Centennials. Is there any way Donnie Shell does not get in? I I. Based on oh, what I see here, I, 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 I can't conceive that as a possibility. There, there are ways he won't get in. I mean, I'm not saying he it will or won't. Now, I'm not on that Blue Ribbon Committee, by the way. I'm on the other one. Uh, because, you know, he. a lot of people think he, I mean, he had 50-some interceptions for a strong safety. It's unheard of. Um, but he, uh, he has a chance, and uh, that'd be something if both him and Cower go in and Troy Polamalu, and maybe Alan Fanica, although I think the one thing I don't like about this is they're announcing this before the vote for the others, and I still maintain people think there are too many Steelers in there, and if both Cower and Shell go in, I think that's going to hurt Alan Fanica. Yeah, uh, especially because it's almost a foregone conclusion that Troy's going to go in first ballot, too. So that makes three. I I have to ask you this. Contributors, three are going in. Is Art Modell going to be one of them? He could be. 
I think Steve Sable. I think Steve Sable is the lock out of that. Quite frankly, from NFL Films, uh, and I'm looking at the rest of the list. Art McNally. You know, I could see him, uh, but I just wonder the, with uh, and, and Tagliabue being the other one for me. Uh, if Art Modell, you know, pulling Cleveland out of Cleveland, taking him to Baltimore, I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, Al Davis went in. He pulled him out of Oakland. Went to, to the. Uh, L.A. and then put him back, pulled him out of L.A. and went back to Oakland. He oh, got that's in. true. Yeah. Uh, if, if moving franchises is a reason for not putting uh, someone in the Hall of Fame, I mean, we're going to have to take some some out. Um, I think Modell will go in. I think uh, Tagaboo has a good chance as well. One final thing for you: uh, last night's Tennessee uh, Baltimore game. Your thoughts and. I see a little bit of Bill Cowler and Mike Vrabel. Do you? Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that last night, and then I thought about that 05 run the Steelers had as the sixth seed. That's what Titans are trying to do, and they got two out of three now to get to the Super Bowl, one more. And who knows? I mean, uh, they get a lead. They can run that Henry. Jeez. Um, It's something, Tab, uh, what's surprising me is all the running games that are making it yeah. Into uh, into these finals. Um, you know, we're told it's a passing lead. You have to have the passing, you know, run is passe, and all of a sudden, boom, all the running teams are in. Well, that I brought this up during the show, too, is the Steelers are sitting there with no number one, and they've got the number two pick at 49. There could be a pretty decent workhorse running back there with the way, you know, they're, you know, you, you see the NFL, as you mentioned. Might they be tempted there? They need help at tight end and offensive line, too. Well, they need a lot of help on offense, and um, I think what they're going to do is go by the grades, uh, and whether that be a receiver, a tight end, a running back, uh, offensive lineman. Um, you know, if, if one sticks out over the other, I think uh, that's who they'll grab. And, um, you know, the defense is going to have to think, take a back seat i think this time yep for sure hey it's always great to talk to you uh hope the back is feeling better and maybe it'll feel so good you'll actually dust off the clubs after 15 years you never know <laughs> uh yeah you never know Tim. all right i can Thank- play from those gold gold tees now yeah yeah me too you and me both we'll yeah, have to go yeah, out and do it yeah, sometime yeah. all yeah, right Ed. okay <laughs> thanks so okay. much buddy appreciate it all right bye there he goes ed